welcome to another episode of Triple Threat Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Lucky, joined by MVP and the third man, Alexis. How you boys doing? Um, it's been a week since we talked. Um, but yeah, no, for everyone watching, um, make sure you subscribe. I lost my train of thought there. I was like, oh, am I going to say that? Yeah. Make sure you subscribe, most importantly. Like, <laughs> subscribe, comment, all the good stuff. Let us know what you think. Um, so yeah, what do you boys want to talk about? No one ever knows what to say. I always say, <laughs> I try to be cool, right? I try to be cool. Like, let me do a Cody Rhodes thing. No one. No one wants to talk. All right, end of the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. So, no, we can talk about I we Before we get into the whole wrestling deal, I went to uh, Crusher Fest up here in Milwaukee. Nice. Um, nice. Festival that they have for the Milwaukee Crusher. Old school, old school wrestling, old school wrestler up here. It was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. Um, they, you know, they have the food trucks and they have, you know, the brews and the band, but they actually had a, it's my first wrestling event that I went to where the wrestling ring was like under a tent, kind of like a circus tent mm. kind of deal and bought ticks for like 20 bucks, uh, 20 bucks a ticket for second row. Um, and it was pretty dope. It was really intimate. You know, people were really, really close to each other. Like the wrestlers like barely had like room to make their entrances you know that's how close it was under the tent but it was really cool um got to see a lot of different talent from kenosha to from chicago even see some guys in puerto rico with, with some bad bunny entrance music coming out so it was a good time it was a good time they they had some meet and greets going on we got to see uh greg the hammer valentine cowboy bob nice. orton the uh the new rockers marty Janetti, leaf cassidy and uh I think the biggest name was the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. So it was, uh, it was, it was, it was good to see those guys and get a couple of autographs. Bought me uh, Cody Rhodes Funko Walmart exclusive pop act out there that they had out there that I've been looking nice. for. So it was a good time, man. It was a good time for for wrestling fans and people had their belts out, had their wrestling shirts out. So it was a really good vibe. I like it. This so. I guess the biggest miss on your part is the biggest name is the million dollar man. And you could have literally said, everyone's got a price. You could be on the Jim Mint 10 uh, pro wrestling <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's it going to cost? <laughs> but uh, no, that's dope. Um, you saw Al Snow, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, he was under Leaf Cassidy, New Rockers. Um, yeah, he was in good shape too, man. Really, really good shape. I was like really surprised. Like better shape than when he was with the rockers in wwf wwe so did i was really him, uh, did you ask him what everybody wants <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple of people there was a couple of people that said hey where's head uh -huh. he didn't have he didn't have the head with him though that would have been cool if he did yeah <laughs> what want? that's good so you did that um mvp you're on the traveling independent circuit you're uh, uh not, in, not by me you're in arizona aren't you i'm in phoenix right now some vacation. There you go. Nice. Yeah. So, what are, what are your plans out there? Uh, we're just uh, visiting my girlfriend's family right now. Nice. Just relaxing. Yeah. Let her know that the Triple Threat Pro Wrestling Podcast says happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, let, I'll, I'll let her. I'll let her know. Um. So I know we talked last week about the you know the recap. I I think that that's kind of boring to the viewers because they've already seen everything we've seen. So. 
I thought it'd be better to just go off a little hit list of like what we liked from the week and talk about those things instead. Um, first, I'll start off. So my first note was Rollins opens raw, uh, mm-hmm. splits his pants wide open. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then they did a good job explaining AJ on raw. Cause if he was there to feud with him, I was going to be like, knock mm-hmm. this off. But then he congratulates him. He still ends up wrestling on Raw, and I'm like, you better explain this away because I'm. I said over and over again, I don't want to see the rules get broken of the draft, and here we are, SmackDown wrestler on Raw. But I felt they did a good job explaining it, so I'll well, turn it over to you. Well, I mean, if uh, if you smell it, it's it has Vincent Kennedy McMahon reeking all over it. Yeah, it does very much so. What do you think? I think they kind of always done that with the draft, though. I feel like they at least they tried to explain it, though, which I appreciate. And I'm a, I'm a huge AJ Mark, so anytime I get to see AJ Styles on my screen, I'm happy with it. Yeah, um, I really liked how they did the, you know, they kind of do an end uh, New Japan when a when a uh, a champion comes out, they have like the. Uh, not the confetti, but what do, what do you call that stuff that came down on, on Seth Rollins? The colored... Um, the, the streamers? The streamers. That was yeah. really, really cool. I, yeah. I, I, I think they're really trying to really make this championship relevant and give it some give it some oomph, give it some push. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to take some time um, for that new championship to feel as important as, you know, Roman's two belts. Oh, yeah. for sure. So, for sure. It's gonna one belt, and, and yeah, oh, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get there. there. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, yeah. He's that Seth has uh, a lot, a lot of ways to go to bring up the prestige of that title. But well, he's, yeah. he, I think he's the man for the job. I was gonna say they got the right guy doing it. I mean, he's gonna, yeah. and the crowd is so into him. It's mm-hmm. not gonna be any trouble there. Which I do like. Uh, one of the, the hit list things. I'm not gonna go in any order. Um, I, I like the main event with Judgment Day. I think that maybe Finn Balor, like we talked about, might be the first guy in line here. But uh, I did like how Rollins comes out of the ring and he like puts his armor on Rhea Ripley, <laughs> very much like um, oh, Shawn Michaels. I, I Shawn Michaels and Molina. Yeah, yeah Molina. Yeah. So I like oh, that yeah. bit, but that was really cool. I, one thing before we jump to that, I about the. Judgment Day coming out and talking with Rollins and having that first segment, I think it's really good that they're putting Judgment Day on the forefront and putting the spotlight on them. The one thing that kind of made me kind of like, I thought there was a little bit of a miss is that when Rhea, she's talking and and she makes a mention of like, oh, to Rollins, oh, you're just another, you're just another champion with just another belt, you know? And mm-hmm. I just think that if they really want to push that title, they really got to be very careful on the what wording. they say, mm-hmm. you know, on what they say. Yeah. Um, just because that's that's not another belt, you know? That's the World Heavyweight Championship. Basically, not an extension of the big gold, but that's what they're, that's what they're trying to aim out for us. So I just think they just got to be a little careful, um, and how they and how they talk about that belt. Um, so I thought that was just a little especially mystery. especially when uh, her three teammates are trying to go after that right. championship as well. I would not mind seeing any of the three challenge for the title. To be honest, 
<clears throat> Dominic Mysterio, can you imagine the hate on him if he's feuding with Rollins yeah. for the World Heavyweight Championship? Yeah. The building would be deafening. You would not be able to hear mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, for sure. But uh, no, I, I think that it, it's the biggest name in Judgment Day is Finn Balor. So it's going to be Finn if anyone challenges. But um, yeah, no, I don't know. I'm excited to see where it goes. It's a good building block to, to doing stuff with that title. So. Um, we'll see as the weeks progress. Um, let's see. Um, for me, a hit, uh, something that I said might happen a couple weeks ago, and now it looks like we're heading that way. Zane and Owens may be uh, feuding with Imperium. That's a good – I like that. I don't know if I would put the titles on Imperium right away, maybe uh, have them chase Zane and uh, Owens a little bit, but uh, I would not mind seeing Imperium take those titles eventually. Oh, no, not at all. They're very worthy tag team – and uh, when their time comes, I think they can run with the titles, no doubt. Yeah, have Imperium have the Intercontinental Belt and the tag titles. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be cool. So what about you, Alexis? I really like Imperium. I'm, I'm, I really like Ludwig, Ludwig Kaiser. I just think mm-hmm. he's the he's the charisma of those two between uh, the bold guy. As they were saying, bald guy. Or <laughs> bald guy. <laughs> that, that made me pop. I was, I was, I was chuckling quite a bit when they were talking about the bald guy, uh, Giovanni Vinci. But those guys yeah. are really good. Um, they got really oh, good are. chemistry. I really like that. Uh, that um, that move. It's more like a, an electric chair. Um, what's the, what's the move that Legion of Doom used to do? Um, the Doomsday Device. The tech the tag move? The, do, yeah. the Doomsday Device? The Doomsday Device, yeah. So he's yeah. had him up with the Doomsday Device, but he kind of does a like a European uppercut yeah. and, and turns it into a power bomb. Yeah, I was they, like, they, that, was, they, that was a real cool-looking move there. I think they it's call it the, the Imperium Bomb. Yeah, the Imperium Bomb. I really like that. I really like yeah. that move. And uh, I think they have what it takes, man. I think they got the uh, they got the mouthpiece in Kaiser. Um, I think um, Vinci is a little bit more of like your powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of your silent assassin, and I agree with you, Lucky. If they get, uh, they can put those belts on them with the intercontinental and intercontinental title. They kind of get like a like a mini bloodline thing kind of going. You know, really makes them to the audience like they're legit. Look at how much gold they have. So, yeah, well, I definitely agree with that. Well, here's the thing that I also think works for them is uh, Gunther and Ludwig. They they've been like together as like teenagers, oh, so okay. they, they got they got a lot of history. So and then you bring in somebody that can be like minded, like Giovanni Vinci, and it does seem they they do spend a lot of time out of them together. So yeah, they got that rapport together. So. I think it was yes. Ludwig that uh, really got Gunther into working out and getting that, and getting fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Walter was he was he was looking pretty thick. He was, know, a he big was boy. Thick, thick. And uh I think two years later, three years later, this looks like a different dude. I think yeah, you know, completely kudos to, to Ludwig and, and Giovanni to to push him to get to looking like that because he, he legit looks like a star. You know, and he's Gun- just got money. Gunther lost Walter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Gunther the Gun the Gunther is uh it's it's uh it's grown on me. I was really pissed off when they 
took Walter away from him. They seem to do that a lot, like Raquel Gonzalez. Now she's Raquel yeah. Rodriguez. Eo <laughs> Sky is not was Eo Shirai. They, they tend to do that a lot, but um, it's worked with with Gunther. I like it yeah. a lot. Yeah, I like the, I like the name too. It makes it a little bit more intimidating than Walter to me, but you know, <laughs> maybe that's why they did it. Um, and they another, kept it consistent, being another old school. European name, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the other thing I wrote here, I don't know if you guys are going to agree. Um, Cody had that promo against Brock Lesnar, challenging him to the rubber match, right? That's obviously coming, but his promos with about Brock are getting very repetitive. He's saying a lot of the same things every week. Where I'm like, okay, like I get it. Like you're gonna, I don't want to talk about his accomplishments again. But you're gonna say well, him again, you know. Like, what else? What else can you say? I get it. Though? Then, I mean, it's just repetitive. It's a viewer. He's, he's knocking him out of the park with what he has. That's why I think there needs to be a little bit more story development. Maybe this week would have been yeah. a good time to give us a reason why Brock did it to begin with, or mm-hmm. give us some something more than, all right, Cody, Brock, can't, Brock can't be here this my week. Face. Go talk about uh his accomplishments again, <laughs> trying to make the promo work, you know. Um, I guess when does that uh, rubber match happen? Money in the Bank, SummerSlam? Money in the Bank? You think so? You're, you're not going to drag this on to SummerSlam. No, but you're still going to have a broken arm at Money in the Bank. <laughs> 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 I, 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 Me personally, I kind of agree with you, Lucky, as far as like promos. I wouldn't mind not seeing Cody Rhodes for a week. Yeah, you, know? you can wait a week. You know, I, I, could, have, I, I could go out with just not seeing him because, you know, you want to keep him as like an attraction. You know, you can't make someone an attraction if you're seeing them every single week kind of doing the, the same thing. I mean, I get it. Um, you know, he's probably their top merch seller. I don't, I don't have any numbers or anything, but he's probably one of their top, if not their top merch seller now. And you want to keep him on TV and everything like that. Um, but like, if it was me, I would have waited, you know, I would have waited some time, waited a week for him to, Hey, you know, he, he almost got his, his arm broken out of that titanium cast or whatever. Give him a week. Hey, he needs a week off. You know, he can't, he can't, uh, he can't make it to the show. Um, yeah. Me as a viewer would have appreciated that too. Like, okay. It even sells the injury even more mm-hmm. than like, okay, Cody can't be there Monday. He's still recuperating. Mm-hmm. Like for me, it just feel like oh, just throw it back in the sling and get out there. And like, if you don't have much to say, you don't have to be there every week. I mean, Roman Reigns, their story is so top notch. He's not there every week. Every few weeks, he's there, and they still make it must see TV. So, I think you're right. They could have waited a week, maybe, maybe even two weeks, and then say, you know, have him come out the week before Money in the Bank and say, I'm tired of this final match this Sunday. You be there and finish this. And then Brock just shows up in Money in the Bank. You could have d- done that. That would have been fine. But I just wrote that. I was like, that that bothered me. I'm like, oh, nothing new in this pro. It's like, <laughs> you want to fight again. Got it. Okay. Or a vignette. You know, you can do a vignette too. You know, do a vignette at his house. You know, they used to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something like that. Hey, you know, I'm recovering. You know, you really, you know, really took a lot out of me. This and that. I know I didn't, I didn't end up in, you know, basically cut that crump promo and just not in the ring. And not in the ring by himself. It was, I agree with MVP. Good promo. 
the delivery is great. Um, his facials are good, but you know, let's uh, let's 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 uh, give us some time to miss him a little bit. Yeah, I, I definitely am not arguing the quality of the promo. Always top-notch promo of him. But if I'm hearing the same thing for the third week, it's like I'm not excited by it. Like, mm -hmm. you did a yeah. great job giving it to me. I don't want it. Give me something new, you know, something different, right? So, um, and then the last thing I have for Raw, there was a little hint of Riddle versus Gunther, if you saw that little interaction. So maybe Riddle wins on Money in the Bank. My fear is I don't want to see for the second year in a row Money in the Bank be used for a secondary title. I think you have two world titles, the undisputed title and the world heavyweight title. You need to use that for that again. But overall, it's still cool. I you know, would not mind seeing Riddle versus Gunther. But I was like, uh-oh, here we go again, cashing in on the Intercontinental <laughs> belt. You know, but what do you guys think? Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um if they do go the route of uh, Riddle winning this thing, which I don't think is going to happen, but me neither. Yeah, it does need to be cashed in on a world heavyweight champion. Um, but the, this feud starting with Riddle and Gunther is—they're they're both legit guys. I mean, Riddle, legit MMA fighter. Gunther, he. Look like if you find someone like him on the street, you're not messing with him, right? Mm -hmm. Don't remind me, guys. What was it? The United States title that they cashed it in last year? Or yeah, was the yeah. Awesome theory. Awesome US theory. title. Yeah. No, but he, but he, but he won, right? Did he win it? No, no. he lost. He lost. Oh, okay, okay. And then no, he the, won it like the real way, like in a match. Yeah. <laughs> he won it. <laughs> No, but okay. the, the thing with uh, Riddle holding the briefcase, it was kind of an anchor for him. Like, he really didn't need it to get where he is now. Uh, I think if you're going to give the, the case to somebody, you've got to elevate him. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I think the only thing with cashing in on the Intercontinental title which I think didn't probably didn't do or probably actually did a little bit with the United States title is that it elevated that title a little yeah. bit. Um, if you're using the, if you're using the case on it, that means that it's, it's, uh, it's wanted, you know, it's wanted by the superstars and, you know, Ron has just got hit, just got his title. So I don't see him losing it soon. And I don't know if you really want to use the money in the bank on Roman, I mean, you can, um, but well, they, they, they had the, they had the good, lose. They had the good explanation last year. Theory, the whole purpose of him cashing in on the U.S. title, he said, I'm not going to bother with Roman because the Usos and is going to get involved and make me not win it. It was good. This year, we, we'll get to it on SmackDown, but you're not going to have that threat, you know, as far as all this bloodline coming after you. And you have Seth Rollins' title now, so... I think it would be perfect to use the money in the bank for that title now to elevate it a little more because you need some prestige to it to yeah. build it moving forward. So, you know, uh, early predict or early um, not prediction, what I would want to see, I would not mind seeing Shinsuke Nakamura win it and going after Seth Rollins. I would not mind that. Oh, my, mine would be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> night, yeah. He 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 needs uh, something to just jumpstart him. 
and we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get to him on SmackDown. Yeah, I, you know what? I did forget that he was in the MITB qualifier on SmackDown. Yeah, give mm-hmm. it to LA Knight. I like LA Knight. Let oh, me yeah. talk to you. All right, <laughs> what, uh, that's all I had for Raw. You guys had anything for Raw? What you got, MVP? Uh, nothing much. Um, in this year. <laughs> Uh, oh, the, the big Indian dudes! Yeah, they're, you know another squash match looks like uh, you know building up another team. So maybe KO and uh, Sami Zayn they have some somebody else to work with. It's nice that you have all these tag teams that are in the mix that are like yeah, exactly. Good. It, the tag team division is not like a bunch of thrown together wrestlers anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess Zayn and Owens kind of are, but you see, what I'm saying like it's more like legit tag team together imperium or mm-hmm. you know these guys and you know what was the other one uh, alpha academy there oh, thank you yeah oh, thank you thank you that was <laughs> hilarious thing. dude yeah, the thing. say the thing <laughs> that was hilarious because oh, i couldn't even figure oh, like, out what you want him to say and then when he said it, oh man i yeah. think i was drinking something dude i almost spit it out i was like man that is hilarious and, you know, the thing about the tag teams, too, is that people think that they need to, I don't know, a lot of people talk, they say, hey, you know, they want to win the championship, but you really don't need to win the title to, like, elevate these tag teams. You just got to put them in good feuds and have them face Sammy and, and KO, and they don't have to win. You know, they can just put up a, a great match, and uh, that can elevate them, too, just get them that exposure. You know, yeah. um Speaking of the tag teams, the women's tag team, um, <laughs> Fatal Four, I, I was expecting a little bit more. I, I thought it started off hot, and it was pretty good. Um, I would have liked to see maybe – I didn't think Shotzi was a great like tag partner for Raquel personally. Like, I thought that they were maybe going to throw Zelina in there, you know, with kind of the whole LWO, kind of the Latino World Order type deal. Um but uh, what do you guys think about uh, Shayna and Ronda winning it? What do you think? I mean, I'm going to go on this one. Like, yeah, they're the baddest team on the planet. And they're threats if you look at what they accomplish outside of WWE. Um, I think Ronda lost a lot of steam in WWE. I don't think that. Yeah. Like, it used to be she was an attraction. Now it's like, oh, she's she's there. Like, okay. She, she, um, she's, she's the new bathroom break. Yeah, I am more curious as to why her promo, she said, what was the exact words? Um, she said something about, you know, where are the tag titles? And if you don't like it, like something about these nuts. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> like, I'm confused. I, whatever. Like, that's why it's not on my list. I, it was there. But Ronda, Any heat yeah. she gets is go away heat for sure. Oh, yeah. She's not dumb. No, she's not Don Mysterio, but, um, but yeah, so that's all I had on Raw. You guys are good there. Yeah, it's all uh, good there. Yeah, JD McDonough. <laughs> he beat Dolph Ziggler, right? No, yeah, he beat, the, him the, the, the beat him down. Double count out, though. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a certain person. Um, They're trying to build him. They're trying to build him. Yeah, there's gonna take some uh, time. There's a website that reviews. I won't mention their name for copyright stuff, but MVP knows what I'm talking about. 
and they review everything like every event everything and uh one of my favorite things they wrote in their recap is they hate Dolph Ziggler's entrance music they think it's the shittiest thing they ever heard I'm and here Jay to show McDonough, the world yeah Jay McDonough kicked him in the head and he goes I hope he kicked him so hard he forgets that he has that music and he changes it <laughs> <laughs> Um, on SmackDown, you'll never guess what I wrote for the number one thing. I wrote, um, and this has been happening on quite a few events now, that it just, an uh, observation on my part, Alexis is going to start needing to translate the Spanish promos for us on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At least give us a subtitle or something. I have no idea what's going on. Like, and I know some Spanish. I don't know that much to be, oh, yeah, he said this and this and this. Like, okay. <laughs> Oh, you, oh, you talk about the LWO? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damien Priest did it with Bad Bunny. And I'm cool with the, you know, bringing different cultural stuff to that, that like some exposure, but I need to know what you're saying, dude. <laughs> like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were just saying, can you see it? Lo puedo ver means, oh, I can see it. Can you see it? Yeah, so that's basically what they were talking about. It, but you know, speaking of like the language barrier, we're gonna need some some uh, some Japanese, Japanese subtitles too. <laughs> we thought the the LWO with the Spanish was bad, and that that Japanese was like the Eosai and uh, <laughs> and Asuka. Well, like uh, me, and, me and Matt, it's one of our favorite video games is in Japanese. We know some Japanese. <laughs> was it Shenmue? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's where Lucky gets his name. Yeah. So what no, were you but, say, I cut you off. No, the um, the Japanese is that that that, that interaction is actually pretty entertaining. No, it is. Yeah. It is. Oh. It is for sure, and you can tell they're like really into it, and they're like really aggressive. And but yeah, I, I, I do agree with you with subtitles. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, because like, you know what they're gonna say right? roughly. Some subtitles yeah. would have been nice, but I, yeah. I, if this, if this is leading to EO Sky and and Asuka, I'm all for that. Yeah. yeah, I'm all for that for sure. EO is like low key one of my favorite superstars, mm-hmm. and has been for a while. Like even in her NXT run as NXT champ. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. I really, uh, she really. I went to War Games when it was in. Um, it was a 2019. I went to Survivor Series and I went to War Games Ooh, in the yeah, war. Okay. Yeah. When she did the mood song off the top of the War Games cage, mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, that's my girl there. Like she is fearless, you know." And uh, ever since then, I've just been like a like a real big fan of hers. And you know, she won the NXT title a little bit after that. So, well, she um, beat Rhea and Charlotte Flair to win it. Yeah, in in your house. Yeah, jumping off yeah. the top of the in your house. Yeah. Um, stage yeah she's just she's just really 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 good and um with like Vaselina Vega like it really like I'm like man she's really small it's kind of hard to, for me to see she's really believable but Eos guy really isn't that much bigger but I just think the way that she carries herself yeah. the way she delivers the moves I just uh she's really believable to me uh, believable to me and you know one of my favorites for sure uh, I'll let you guys keep going if you want, because the only other hit I have from SmackDown is the end, and I'm overly excited <laughs> to talk about it. So if you guys have anything else, bring it up first. <laughs> well, okay, so it's looking towards um, EO Sky versus um, Asuka for the championship. Maybe mm. she wins the briefcase. Um, I 
I see Bailey getting in the way, and then it becomes the implosion of damage control. Yeah, and I yeah. think um, I think Dakota Kai is injured too. So yeah, that's kind of gonna that kind of took some wind out of their sails. Mm-hmm. Bailey, man, I, I I really like Bailey too. I, I love her as a heel. Um, just, I mean, I think the thing about it is, is that I think Oscar's a heel right now. So yeah. The way that they can probably do that is if they have Bailey turn on EO, you know, mm-hmm. give her some sympathy, turn her into the face, and that'll be, you know, that'll be a little bit more of a like a, like a standard type match, you know, heel versus heel versus uh, versus baby face because damage control are are heels. Um, yeah, but uh, I wouldn't mind a Bailey EO Sky feud too. You know, yeah. those two are those two will, will put out some bangers too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we just really need to see some more of that stuff. Um, I like the tag team stuff with the women, um, but just give us some feuds. Like every feud doesn't have to be for a title, you know. Right. It could just be a, a good storyline, and yeah. I think uh, EO and uh, and Bailey that'd just be an, an awesome storyline. You know? No, I agree. I think so too. Um, I guess one other thing I'll bring up: we we just talked about LA Knight with the Money in the Bank. So yeah, I don't know. That would be a good fit, actually, because he needs something. I, like you said earlier, yes. I want him. I want him to have a. Can you imagine him as a mouthpiece with that briefcase? Oh. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. <laughs> and uh, you know he's still working heel, and he did heel tactics to be uh, to beat Montez Ford. Yeah, yeah. When I seen, I don't know about you guys, but when I seen that he was facing Montez Ford, I was just like, oh uh, yeah, I'm like, man, are they really gonna like? Is he gonna job to Ford? Because like you know, Ford's pretty popular. Yeah. He's a high flyer. He's one of those guys you want in those ladder matches. I'm like, exactly. Oh, what's... He'll that was probably good. get in in those second chance qualifiers. Yeah, I, I was yeah. like, who's gonna win this one? Because like, I know they want to push LA Knight. Like even the crowd when they say LA Knight, even the crowd's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So the crowd's getting behind him for sure. Yeah. Um, I thought that match with him and LA Knight was really, really good. Um, and the way that he uh, that he made the pin there, so slick. With yep. the roll-up, holding the rope, and then jumping out right away. Dude, that mm-hmm. was so, so slick. You know, total, I was like, man, there's no way the referee would have caught that one. No way. Yeah, I like that. And then uh, in the women's side, you had Selena Vega beating uh, Lacey Evans, which mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing with Lacey Evans. They, they spent so much time, so much I'm assuming they spent so much money on her vignettes mm-hmm. and they've yet to do anything with her. When when she was one of the ones to uh, come up to the main roster uh, when, uh, what was that, maybe 27, uh, 2018, mm-hmm. when they had every, all those guys coming up from NXT, she was like the only woman and slated to be, do big things. And then she had that little interaction with Charlotte Flair at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. You're not doing anything. I, I don't know what they're doing with her. I think she the, she's someone else that needs a, another jump start. I agree. Well, that's, you? it, you're right, because that's weird, because when they were doing the vignettes, it sounded like she was going to come back like as a face, yeah. right? You know, doing all the push-ups yeah. and all the workouts, and I've done this and I've done that. So I thought they were going to come back, you know, with the old red, white, and blue typical type face deal. 
Um, and then they brought it back for like this Sergeant Slaughter type gimmick, which I really like. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you can't have her losing to Selena Vega, though. No. And I get it. Selena Vega's she's hot right now. LWO is hot. She's a fellow PR Puerto Rican like me. Don't get me wrong. I cheer for her. But um, I agree with you. If you want to do something with Lacey Evans, you got to give her some dubs. Yeah. And who knows? She might get into that qualifier. Like you said, Lucky, you know, that last-minute qualifier. Who knows? They might do a, you know, triple threat fatal four-way with four people. Who knows? She might get in it. Um, but uh, me, I like it a lot. I hate this is the way off my path here, but I hate second qualifier matches because I hate that you rely on so many of the same people that, okay, if both people, for example, LA Knight is going to money in the bank. If Montez Ford is also going to money in the bank, use these matches to develop someone else, have Montez Ford beat someone else. And then mm-hmm. forget about these second chance qualifiers, have eight matches with eight winners and they go to the money in the bank. Like yeah. utilize other talent you have. Even if you bring someone from NXT for a one-off, to say, you know what, I'm gonna, I want to be in a money to bank qualifier, and if they lose, oh, do they go back to NXT? But you know, it is what it is. Like, I want, I want to see them feature more wrestlers in this stuff. Like, I, I like tournament stuff like that, like a King of the Ring. We need to bring that back, and you know, stuff like that. I love those kind of things. So that's where I'm at on that. I hate these second qualifier matches. Like, if both people are going to be in it, and and anyway, just have them both win individual matches to get there. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Before we continue, whatever happened with them, I thought King of the Ring was supposed to be Saudi, like, and then they changed it to Night of Champions, right? Or am I, am I, am I dreaming that? No, that um, King of the Ring is coming back. I think they're gonna go back to Saudi and have a King and Queen of the Ring. Okay. okay. If if I'm not mistaken, I, I gotta look that up again. But they they are they are going back to Saudi one more time before the end of the year. Okay. Yeah, because I agree. King of the Ring was one of my favorites growing up. Um, yeah. Kind of watching them have multiple matches in the same night. That was also yeah, cool. That's what I'm getting at. That yeah. was also cool. Like, well, but, yeah. what, what was that um, pay-per-view? It was The Rock. It was um, not fully loaded. It was, um, I forgot, but he had to win like two matches to challenge for the WWE title at the end of the match or the end of the pay-per-view. What was it called? Deadly Games or something? Something like that. Yeah, I like that stuff, and we don't do that nearly enough. And now I'm gonna get nitpicky for the love of God. Whoever wins King of the Ring next, can they not be King Whoever for two years? Can we? <laughs> oh, and Hart won it right, and he just had the trophy and was a right. heart. like you know, King of the Ring, no. Hart, not King Heart. No, that is uh, King of the Ring, also mean thing like you won it mm-hmm. and then you get a title shot or something. Yeah, I think it was like right out. I think it was a SummerSlam title shot because I think King of the Ring was like in June or July, if I'm not mistaken. And then they would get a title shot. I believe it was SummerSlam, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly. Yeah, right? it wasn't WrestleMania or anything, but it was you definitely got a title shot. Right, you definitely yeah. get a title shot. For and sure. you had the bragging rights that you won the tournament, that, you mm-hmm. know, I'm the yeah. best of the best, you know. Only the best people won that. Like, Bret Hart or Owen Hart or Austin, like it took work to get there. It wasn't just this throwaway thing that right. It meant something for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, me and you are in line with that for sure. So, are we uh, ready for the main of main event segment of uh, SmackDown or no? Uh, I think so. Well, what do you what what about you got MVP? 
Um, pretty deadly. I'm liking. Oh their, yeah. Like in their slow build up and then their heel tactics. Uh, I forget who is who. You know, they're just, they're just them. But one of them hiding under the ring apron, oh, yep. pre- pretending to be the other. That, that's genius. Yeah, this is actually the first time, not the first time, but I've, I've actually sat down and watched them. Mm-hmm. Those guys are legit, man. They're legit. They're going to get heat. Um, yeah. They're already getting heat. They look good. Mm-hmm. Um, their outfits are different, you know, showing, <laughs> like, covering, like, part of the chest and, like, leaving the stomach open. That's different. Um, <laughs> these guys are just different. And I think um, they were in a, it was a, a six-man tag. If I'm yeah, not mistaken, on SmackDown, theory. right? Thousand Theory versus the Brawling Brutes. Yeah, yeah, that was a good match. Was. That was a good, and you know what? That was a long match too. I think I have that in my notes. It was like, yeah, I think two two commercial breaks was mm-hmm. that one. I was like, wow, this match is like still going on. But that was hard hitting, man. That that was a hard hitting match. I really liked the uh, the uh, ten beats of the Bowery on all three of them. You know how they have they're doing it all three of them at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty deadly, man. Um, definitely going to be some guys that are going to be around for a while. One thing I could do without, though, is their theme music. Didn't they get new theme music? Yeah, it's it's not it. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's not it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, and I'm looking at their entrance. I'm just like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their their, their previous music is fine. And then, um, uh, I... I don't know if you saw Ridge Holland in NXT. They built him as a monster, and they bring it up to the the main roster to be. I don't know. Sheamus is and yeah, yeah. I, I don't like what they're doing with Ridge Holland. He's got he's got a lot more to to offer than what they're giving him. Yeah, I, I think they're probably just thinking they're getting a little bit of a rub. Sheamus, I think. Even if yeah. they thought maybe getting a little rub from him, but I don't know. I that's the one that is the one name thing that I really don't like. Uh, speaking of them is uh, Butch changing his name to Butch. Yeah, um, just give yeah, him his I name think, back. Just give him his name back, dude. Give him his name back. Give him the UK title to put in his mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude was just a monster. Yeah, you know. I mean, he's great as Butch, but. Yeah, well, I, I I haven't heard his name in so long. It, like, what was his Pete name? Dunn. Pete Dunn. Pete Damn Dunn. right, dude. Damn right. What was his nickname? What was the nickname? Uh, the Bruiserweight. The Bruiserweight. Come on, man. He That's a, awesome. Butch. <laughs> to yeah. Butch. The Bruiserweight. Pete Dunn to Butch. Like, that yeah. was definitely uh, Vincent K. You know, even though I like some of the stuff Vincent K's been doing. Uh, Pete Dunn the Butch didn't like it there. The other thing I, I guess I'll bring up too is uh, I do not like Austin Theory. I think I've said this a couple times. Yeah, I don't like Austin Theory. So disagree. I need Sheamus to. I need Sheamus to win the title from him, and he needs to not be on my TV. That much. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Austin Theory. I just don't. I don't know what it is. He's good at what he does. I just he's one of those characters. I just uh, don't like him. Not a fan. Well, that's why he's so good, Lucky, because you don't like him. You know, that's why he, you know, like he's, in a heat way, it's just like a, oh, God, here we go. Uh, I, I, I'd I, like him more without all this A Town Down stuff. 
I know I've said that before. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I really I really like Austin Theory. Um guy can cut it on the mic. I mean yeah. he had that promo and he's not afraid. The sh- the bright lights don't scare him. Um looks like a million bucks. He's looking better every single day. Um I just think, you know, he has a long reign too, 200 some odd days with that US title. Mm-hmm. And I think he's making that title like like Bobby Lashley, how he had it and he was he was elevating it. Austin Theory is elevating it too. I, I I really like dude. And I didn't like him at first. I was like, who the heck is this guy? You know? <laughs> but it's like, man, he's uh he's legit, man. He's legit. So he came in as we'll like, we'll, we'll disagree on that. Maybe you'll come on board eventually, Lucky. I guess the reason why before we get to my my favorite part of the show, I guess why he came in as like Vince's golden child, right? Yeah. But the same thing happened with Drew McIntyre. He was the chosen one. And I didn't like him then. I'm like, eh, Drew McIntyre, mm, don't care. But then when Drew McIntyre went and elevated himself to where he is now, Drew McIntyre is a beast. I love Drew McIntyre. So maybe Austin Theory just needs to go figure out a different version of his character for me to like him, I guess. That's just and, and Drew McIntyre, is he gone? No. No. Well, he hasn't been there, has he? No. A couple weeks. Rumor rumor has it he's done. Well, they misused him. Yeah. No, I mean he was a champion. I mean he was a well, champ. It just happened to be the, he's the he pandemic champion. The champ during the That's like the Lakers winning the title and it's got an asterisk next to it. The bubble <laughs> the bubble title. The we bubble title. The, the Thunderdome or the Superdome t- title. Like what was it? The Thunderdome? What was it called? Thunderdome. The th- yeah, it was Thunderdome. Yeah. The Thunderdome. Yeah. Just bad timing. Unlucky for him. Um the story yeah. was good. The build up to beat Brock was good. The match was good. Just just unlucky there. Um and and I and I love Drew, but you know, Drew can't hold the candle also in theory on the stick on that mic though. You know, Drew can cut a decent promo, but and I think yeah. what hurt him too is what hurts in wrestling, unlike other sports, like basketball is not a entertainment show. Like it's not mm-hmm. scripted, right, or anything. But uh, ha- not having the crowd erupt when you beat Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. you just see a bunch of monitors yeah. and people like, right. <laughs> like, and, yeah. and piped in crowd music. Yeah, it's just like, crowd, oh, yeah. yeah, that's that hurts, you know. And I think Drew would have had a way better run oh, if yeah. the crowd was there making that noise, but. Neither here nor there. It is what it is. So okay, main event time. Let's smack Okay, let's so, do it. So Roman comes out, right? Um, Triple H brings him out, unveils the new title. First of all, that title looks nice. It's yeah. way more diamondy. Like looks way like this is what a thousand day reigning champ should have, right? Mm-hmm. So that was nice. It's interesting that Triple H didn't take the other two belts back. So I don't know if they're just gonna have Heyman keep carrying those two belts. <laughs> while Roman wears the one. Uh, I don't know. Or if Roman just gets to take it home and put it on his mantelpiece when he gets home. I don't know if that was the, the reasoning, but um, you have him come out with Solo. Obviously, we all knew the Usos were going to show up. Yeah. They were going to be there. So they come out. There was a lot of back and forth where, you know, Roman's just putting him down, but you kind of buy into that when he's like, let's do it together. And Solo, sa- and Solo says, I acknowledge the tribal chief. But they're my brothers, and he stands mm-hmm. next to him. So then Roman hugs Jimmy, like crying, you know, emotional, and he says no. And Solo 
does that similar one spike to Jimmy? You cannot write that any better. I was like, dude, this was well. Here, it, it, it's a re, it's a rehash to 2020 when Jay and Roman right. were in Hell in the Cell. They did the exact same thing then. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. It's your family. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And then he chokes him out. Well, and the pur- purpose of that was that he let him know, like, you know, I feel in, in legit, the character was, I do feel bad for what I'm doing to you, but I'm the tribal chief and I have to do that. That's his mindset. So the same thing here, like, yeah, maybe I treated you guys unfair and you guys all hate me, but I'm the tribal chief. It's what I have to do. You know, that's how it feels like is that, you know, he has to do it. And but the very interesting part about it is when he walks away, they say, "What about Jay Uso?" And he says, <laughs> "He's going to do." Because he'll fall in line. I'm like, that's an interesting development. Because what is Jay Uso going to do? <laughs> Rumor is Rikishi might come back in a week or two to uh, mm-hmm. kind of put a little, like a one-off appearance. Maybe Roman spears him or something that sets the Usos <laughs> off. I don't know. But I mean, is the bloodline? It, it would make sense for Rikishi to show up. Like, what are you doing to my boys? You know. So I wouldn't mind it. I thought it was a great segment. I love everything the yeah. bloodline does. I'm a bloodline mark. Anything they do, <laughs> I'm all but I'll let you guys talk. I'll let you guys uh, give me your opinions on it. No, I, I totally agree. Um, they, they're still continuing to print money with this stuff. And I'm, I'm in. I'm about in. 100%. I agree with you on that, on that title. I think that gold <laughs> makes it pop. Oh. It makes it it's pop beautiful, really, really it's a nice. Beautiful title. Yep. It's really, really nice. I noticed that it says "Undisputed Champion" on it. Yeah. Um, some little bit. Uh, some little confused. I was a little confused though, like you said, Lucky. Paul still has both of those other belts, so. Um, but it's probably just going to be that one belt, which is nice now. Um, there's a lot of speculation. Oh, if, if Cody comes and beats him, is he going to beat him for one? Is he going to beat him for both? So I think now. Okay, there's two titles now. One on each show. Yeah. There's no uh going back and forth. So I really like that. Um I think it's really interesting. I think Jay Uso is probably the most interesting character of this all, just because you can see that he is like really torn on what he Oh wants dude, to do. his facial expressions totally show conflict. Yeah. For sure. You know, for he sure. is like this is my brother. I got to ride with him. But this is my cousin who's also grew up as my brother. Yeah. And then there's my other real brother that's standing next to the tribal chief. What the hell do I do? You know? And I just can't wait till next Friday to see what's going to happen next. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really don't. I know it's. I hate to say that I'm speechless about something, but it's like I'm still kind of like taking that all in. You know, because I can feel that. You know, like, okay, who, do, who am I going to side with here? They released Roman's schedule, so he's there every other week, and he's there Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. So he'll okay. be around a lot. So that leads to tell me there's going to be a big bloodline storyline. And I think if it's me, you probably go Roman and Solo versus the Usos at Money in the Bank. That would be the safer. But I mean, but the thing is, how do you get there with Jey Uso? Because, again, he's very conflicted and don't know what he wants to do. And it is interesting. It all started with Jey Uso, too. Mm-hmm. So to yeah. end the whole bloodline with a very conflicted Jey Uso is a nice touch, too. 
that it kind of started with him and now the bloodline could end with Jey Uso. Like I told you, uh, I would like Jey Uso to challenge for that title and and you make main event Jey Uso out of it. You got to make someone with that title. You can't just have Sheamus beat Roman Reigns or Randy Orton come back to beat Roman Reigns. Someone's got to get built for that title. That's well, a beautiful then, title. What you happens with Jimmy? He'll be there. He'll I mean, be there. Yeah, he'll be there. What happened with Harlem Heat? Booker T and, Har and Steve Ray still stayed cool, even though Booker T won the WCW Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, and, then, and then Stevie Ray joined the NWO. Okay, well, things got complicated in WCW. But <laughs> you see my point. is like you could still have the Usos. Jimmy accompanies Jay Uso out to the ring for his matches. Come on, it'd be nice. It'd be fine. Especially if Solo leaves the bloodline by then. Then you got Solo the Enforcer with you. Jay, main event Jay Uso as a champion. Then you got Jimmy and Solo in your corner. That's not bad. I like it. Or, or what if Jay turns on Jimmy during that match? That's interesting. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think they do that, though. You're the Usos. What are you going to have two different Usos doing two different things? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's hard to see the Usos not as a tag team. Can each one of them probably hold up on their own as a single? Oh, yeah. For oh, sure. for sure. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm more confident in Jay than Jimmy. You know? Um, I was actually really surprised at Jimmy because, you know, Jay was doing a lot of the talking during that kind of story. But Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy can talk on that mic. Jimmy can talk on that mic. He's not afraid of the, he's not afraid of the spotlight. Um, Did you guys just, think that it got rushed a little bit with Jimmy? Because, like, you just yeah. got off the Sami Zayn yeah. train of, like, turning on the bloodline. Mm -hmm. And then Reigns loses, you know, that whole thing. But, like, I felt like now this Jimmy Uso, like, he was very much against Sami Zayn. You disrespected yeah. the tribal chief. And then it felt like a week later, oh, I'm the tribal chief. Like, wait. <laughs> like, you could have waited about a month for this. But I do feel like, yeah, Jimmy felt like Kim came out of nowhere for sure. Because if you had those side thoughts, why would you be so mad at Sami Zayn? Yeah. I mean, you, know? you, you would always think it would have been Jay to do it. But then now Jay is silent. <clears throat> how, how many weeks has it been that uh, Jimmy was, like, in the corner, right? He was, like, in the corner, um, you know, not, like, acknowledging Reigns or what have you. So it did happen quick. But I just think that. Just like he said at Night of Champions, you know, I'm doing what you should have did a long time ago. So that he's been was... feeling, he's been feeling like this for a long time, you know, but right. he's just fell in line and he just couldn't take it anymore. So that, that I know. love, I love when the bloodline is like talking during a match and you can hear it on the camera when he says, I'm doing what you should have done a long time ago. I'm your brother. I got you. And then he super kicks him again. I'm like, oh, <laughs> God, you cannot write anything better than that. It's awesome. And, you know, we all think, everybody thinks that we know where where the where this storyline is going. And the great thing about it is that nobody knows. Yeah. There's so many variables. And that's what's great way. about it. Yeah. So. Um, and I'm just going to keep tuning in every Friday. Yep. 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 There was a rumor I heard. Um, I don't know if I read it or heard it. It is a rumor, but they say they might have Roman try to break Hulk Hogan's uh, four-year record. Oh. Have him keep going with the title. I don't know how I feel about that. but No. Give it yeah. to him. He's earned it. I think he's earned it. I think um, best storyline in wrestling going on 
two years plus now because it really wasn't the bloodline bloodline for till about a year into it um why not why not give it to him if you if they can keep if they can keep a storyline going and if they can give him some legitimate you know competitors um and he can start winning clean again you know like when he started yes yeah. right like when he started if we can start getting that again I don't see why you can't take that over to, yes. to the next WrestleMania again. I, don't I see agree you. If you give him those clean wins, mm -hmm. he was a monster when he came back. Yep. All he had was Paul Heyman in his corner, and he just did what he said he was going to do. Every pay-per-view. You bring that again, keep him out for five years. I don't care. Keep If, if he can keep it this entertaining, I'm all for it. I'm a Roman Mark what, what number? Uh, what number is Hogan at right now? I don't know the number. It was like four years. I think uh, Morales is what one thousand two hundred some odd days or something like that. Yeah, he's gonna break that for sure. Yeah, they're they're gonna have him break Morales for sure. He's gonna break Morales for sure, and I think after that, I think after Hogan, that he'd have to go. I think a little bit past next year's WrestleMania to to beat Hogan's, and that'll put him at the third the third longest reign behind Backlund and San Martino. See, I, I would only do that if you're going to have uh, Roman Reigns against The Rock at media. Yes. That is where you solidify that. you Because, like, now if you bring Rikishi back to defend his kids for the bloodline all that, and you have these blood original, like, people in the family of the bloodline come back and try to help Roman around, what, October? You say, you know what? We're going to bring back someone who should have put you in line a long time ago. And you bring back The Rock. And I always said the best storyline, it writes itself. All The Rock has to do is come out and cut his usual promos and say, you call yourself the head of the table, you're the tribal chief. I built that table here in WWE when I face Austin and all these people and Triple H. I built the table you're the head of. So then you have him face him for the title, but you have Roman beat him. Clean. And then that established, you could keep it on for a whole other year. That's fine. Here's the thing, though. Um, I'm not sure uh, if you're gonna have Cody finish his story. I don't. I don't. I don't see it going past next year's WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. you're, you're gonna have him trying to finish the story for two years. What is Cody's story to come back and be the world heavyweight champion? So his story doesn't necessarily have to finish with Roman Reigns. His story needs to finish with him being a top champion in WWE. Yeah, right. You're right, but right. I think that's Roman Reigns, though. Roman Reigns could have been another uh, bump in his uh, hard. Uh, what is it? The hard times. Hard, hard times. times. Maybe the story was never about Roman Reigns. It's about what Roman Reigns had. Yeah, uh, but then you you go back to, oh, he's gonna have the secondary title. Well, if you can build enough prestige to it by then, it wouldn't feel secondary. It it will. So long, Roman still has the streak, and if you beat him with that streak, you're you're the man, for sure. Uh, but how are you going to get him over to SmackDown? That's he, that's that's he's the real got trick. Him in Money in the Bank. That's the not, real not, trick. not necessarily. He's going to face Brock Lesnar, Money in the Bank, with a titanium cast. Or you know what? You know what I? You know what I personally think. He can pull an Austin and win back-to-back -back Royal Rumbles. Is what I th is what I think can happen. The thing about Royal, I don't want it to feel predictable. 
And if this guy comes out at like number twenty-eight, I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah, but what if he comes out at number two? Then, you know what I mean. What if, what if he pulls a gun? What if he pulls a Gunther and then wins it? You know what I mean? No, I that, that'd be that'd be totally different than him coming out at thirty and winning it. You know, and it it, it or, made people feel like he's really earned it too this time. You know. Yeah. Or I, I can see him getting himself traded to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can do that too. I've always thought that they should do that more, like you know, since the they should, like yeah. real sports do getting traded. I think they should do a little bit more of that, for sure. But then you got to have general managers in play, and then then you run the risk of having heel authority figures. Well, you it. already have the general manager for Raw. What's his name? Adam Pierce. But yeah, he's kind you of already big. got somebody there. He's kind of for been him. the GM for both shows, really. He's kind of like an all-time GM, kind of. That's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Is he going to make yeah. trades with himself? <laughs> I, I mean, I like the GM. I like when Teddy Long and shit was the GM and Eric Bischoff. I like that. I, I did personally. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, no, dude. I, I yeah. love Teddy Long. It's actually funny. I, I'm in a, the WW2K23 group on Facebook, and someone posted in there, they're like, how do I leave this group? I hate this group. I just want to leave the group. And the first comment said, if you want to leave the group, you gotta be Undertaker playing in the main event. <laughs> you gotta go one on one with the Undertaker. The Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. So. And if you don't want to face the Undertaker, we're gonna put you in a, in a, team. In, a in a in a triple threat tag team match. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Pay per view game. Pay per view game. Let's do it. Okay. So I'm gonna give you the event. And then you just tell me uh, what you think. It's a little bit older than how it. Give us the matches, not the event, right? Right. You You gotta gotta tell you the event. (sighs) All right. Here we we go. go. Farouk, Ken Shamrock, and Steve Blackman defeat the Nation. Rock, Mark Henry, and D'Lo Brown. You have the European title match. Triple H defeats Owen Hart. Ooh. The NWA tag title match. New Midnight Express defeats the Rock and Roll Express. Mm. The Evening Gown match. Luna Vachon defeats Sable. Oh. WWE tag team title match. The New Age Outlaws defeat the Legion of Doom 2000 after a reverse call by DQ. The Inferno match. Undertaker defeats Kane. And then the main event was the WWF title. Dude Love defeated Austin by DQ. Austin retained. Ninety-seven. He says ninety-seven. I want to say nineteen ninety-eight. Okay. Unforgiven ninety-seven. Unforgiven ninety-seven. Hmm. What do you got, Alexis? I want to say 1998. Um, we got 1997 Unforgiven. That's 197 Unforgiven? You said uh, this is... The, what was the main event again? Dude Love Defeats Austin by DQ. Austin retains the belt. Okay. That could be 97. Um, it's not an in your house. 
Let's do uh It could be. <laughs> it could be an in your house. I'm gonna say bad blood ninety-eight. Ninety-eight bad blood. So it's nineteen ninety-eight unforgiving. Oh, oh we got a mixture. Oh, oh man. Yeah. We got a mixture. Oh. Yeah, I when you said sure ninety seven with So you had so I had the right year, you had the right pay per view. Yeah. Man. Yeah, when I said, because I'm like 97, I said, Ni once you said dude love and awesome, like that sounds like 1998 to me. Right. I said 90. And then when you said Luna Vashon and Sable, I was like, yeah, that's definitely, I, I, I remember because I was like in like, I think it was like sixth or seventh grade. I remember that. I remember that match, the evening gown, right? Yep. Is that the one where, is that the one where. She's with gold dust and like gold dust covers her up with the robe. Yeah. They're all like weird Yeah. I don't know what they were. I remember that one. I remember that one. I, I should I I damn. That was that was good though, MVP. You're you're on it, dude, with the uh, uh with the pay per views. <laughs> Always sure. gets the year, but he never gets the <laughs> this not, not, not the same. Year. <laughs> so all right, you guys got anything else? We, uh, oh, one thing I do want to talk about. What's up with Ali? You can probably check on this MVP. What's up with Ali and NXT? What's going on there? Uh, well, I mean, it's down there to rejuvenate, I guess. Okay. Uh, he he does have a uh, money in the bank qualifier on Monday, so. Oh, okay, okay, so he's not stuck down there. Okay, I was a little yeah. confused. I I uh, seen something Cor online. Corbin is though. He, Corbin's looking to get that NXT title though. Okay, I've always liked that end of days. That end of days uh, looks looks pretty sick. So, oh, yeah. and then my girl Tiffany Stratton with the NXT title, mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, yeah. Her 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 promo uh, this week was has gone flat. Yeah, yeah, she's, you know, she's still got to learn. She's still got to learn. That's why it's NXT. Yeah. That's why it's developmental. But I I did catch a little bit of NXT this week. So, um, so you know, but yeah, other than that, man, I'm I'm looking forward to Raw in a couple of days, SmackDown on Friday. So. Um, it feels good to catch it on the day of. I've been trying to catch it on the day of ever since we started this podcast. So it's kind of giving me, uh, you know, rejuvenated. Hey, get back into it and, and not watch it. You know, sometimes I was going a few weeks without watching Raw. So, but yeah, mm -hmm. I think we're good, man. All right. Well, that's it. So, yeah, thank you guys for coming on and thank everyone for tuning in and watching. If you have any comments or, want to see anything we want to you know do different in our podcast let us know we read the comments for sure so um make sure you like and subscribe and uh yeah we'll be back next week so thank you boys for coming in gem in 10 let's do it baby all right bye uh.